Welcome to the Art of Vibrancy podcast. It's a place where inspired experts distill their brilliance down into simple, practical advice that you can use right away. It's eight minutes, it's four questions, and it's one practical piece of advice that you can put into use today. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of the Art of Vibrancy podcast. Today, we are so fortunate to have such a, a wise, interesting person with us, Andrew. Andrew, tell us, where are you from? I'm coming to you from the world's smallest flat in Chelsea, in London. Oh, right, right in the centre of London. Yeah, no, I, I, sort of, I, I love living here because it is incredibly central, but wow. it is incredibly small. It's all about the address, isn't it? Especially in London. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, just I, I moved in here temporarily 11 years ago. And you've stayed. I've got a friend who lives in Notting Hill, not too far away. Anyway, we'll talk about that another day. I'd like to welcome you to the show, Andrew. So today's guest is Andrew Wayfinder Rinovich. He's an architect turned psychotherapist and then a shamanic practitioner and guide. Wow. Andrew is an expert in the psychology of resilience trauma recovery and peak performance and since 2011 he's helped more than 175 executives and professionals from top level executives and scientists artists creatives and writers he's helped them to become wiser more creative more fulfilled and happy in their professional and personal lives and i have to say i've read some of your testimonials on your linkedin page andrew and Wow, you're doing some good in the world. I love it. I love it. Today, Andrew is going to talk about, he's going to speak about staying happy and healthy and sane in 2020 and beyond. Now, it's nearly the end of 2020. Can we say 2021 and beyond? Well, I used to have a talk title as staying happy, healthy and sane in a world of Trump, Brexit and beyond. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Lovely. Right. As you know, Andrew, it's going to be, um, I'm going to give you four questions in eight minutes. And I've even got a little timer. So I'm going to hit the timer and then we're going to get going with these questions. So off we go. Andrew, what in your experience is the biggest challenge that people face as they age with regard to staying healthy, well, and positive? So people, they want to change, they're feeling their age, they're getting older and they know they want to change, but what are the roadblocks that they, you find that people put in their own way? Um, well, you know, physically, we've got these two issues. I know one of your big things is inflammation and its effect on the physical body. And then we have hardening of the arteries. Well, I think, you know, the mental equivalents are hardening of the attitudes and inflammation in your mind, stress and anxiety. And before I lived here, I, I spent 10 years in Florida, surrounded by a lot of really old people. And I had three really good friends, Ellen, Annie, and Jeannie. I met them, they were all, their best friends, they were all going into their 80s. I lived there for 10 years, so I knew them through their 80s into their early 90s. Right. And they all lived into their mid to late 90s, except for Annie, who was 101 when she died. Wow, that's fantastic. still living at home, still active, still engaged. I mean, I, I went out to dinner with her when she was 100. And on her 100th birthday, there was, you know, 40 or 60 women there. It was a Ruth Bader Ginsburg themed 
party of all ages because Annie was still interested and engaged and active in her life. Amazing. She did a little bit of exercise every day. She never took a single prescription she was given and she had a shot of tequila <laughs> every day. But she had the most, the most amazing attitude. Just And Ellen similarly. Uh, and Jeannie, even though Jeannie was, quote, dying of, of lung cancer, Right. She was still active as a scientist and going into the lab every day and wow. was still working on research papers. So I think it was that interest in stuff that was going on. We're designed to thrive. You know, we're born with a set of emotional needs, social needs, spiritual needs, physical needs. And when those needs are being met in balance, so we're being supported in all areas, we can't help but thrive. Right, right. So what do you find are the, are the roadblocks that other people who aren't thriving like that put in their own way? Yeah, well, that, that, that comes to what I call the stun model, stress, trauma, and unmet needs. And I've written a very long article, an article explaining it all in Medium, and I'll give you that link later. But very easily, basically, using a building sort of metaphor, stress is the pressures on the building the weather, the wind, the storm. Yes. Trauma is things that have happened in your past that have created cracks in the foundation, weaknesses in your ability to respond or cope. And then unmet needs, as head goes back to those things that we need in our life. And if they're out of balance, the structure of our life isn't strong enough to take the load into the building. I've got you. And then if the foundation's cracked, you, you don't have a stable thing. So that's... Nice. The biggest right. challenges and issues. So I get that. Those are the, the problems that people have, those four things. Uh, what do you call it? Stun. Stun, yeah. Stress, trauma, and unmet needs. Stress, trauma, and unmet needs. Now, question two, I think you've already answered this in some ways, because I've, the question two is, what are the common mistakes and misconceptions that people have about solving that problem? I would say that the... It's, it's going to sound funny coming from a therapist, but while... Insight and mental, you know, ability to think about your stuff and pay attention to what's going on, think it through. That is important. It's necessary. Yeah. But it's not sufficient because it doesn't go deep enough. I'm sure we've all known people who were very insightful about their issues. But knowing better doesn't mean you're feeling better or doing better. Mm. And I think that you know, we're starting to really understand that there's a vast amount of information, there's a vast amount of understanding, implicit, and even instructions held in our unconscious mind, in sort of the mind-body system, not on the rational level. Yeah. So it's learning how to access those levels, and that's a lot of what my work is about, Right. is understanding where the glitches are in the software. Yeah. And also putting in new ideas and new programs. And right. I think if you think back to Ellen and Annie, they weren't stuck in their past. They were still engaged in the present and interested and curious. Yeah. They weren't sitting there complaining about how things were so much better when they were younger. No. And rehashing. No. So, so that they weren't. So you're saying that the, the, the common mistake is that people think they know or they know, but they're not actually going deep enough and doing enough about it. A lot of the solutions out there are very mental. So question, you've got two minutes, 23 left. Question, mm -hmm. last two questions, we'll zip through these. What's the number one tip that you could give our audience today 
to help them. Okay. A tangible, specific yeah. thing they could implement right away. Just do it now. The very basic one is to ask yourself to look inside and say, am I above the line or below the line? And what that means is we have three circuits for dealing with the world because our body is either safe or scared. So when we're safe, we can be in our social circuit where we can engage, pay attention to cues, body language, voice tone. We can moderate our voice tone. We can hear. But as soon as we get threatened, we drop into fight or flight. Nice. And if it gets bad enough, we go into the freeze response. Yeah. And when you're below the line, maintenance, repair, all these sort of health functions of the body get shut down. So just, be, just becoming aware, am I above the line or below the line? Above and the then, line or below the line. Yeah, and then there are, two, there are two breathing techniques. One is ha breath. You just breathe in through your nose. Out through your mouth, making a sort of ha sound. And that just balances the conscious and the unconscious mind. And then the other one is what I call cats and dogs, which is just yawn. If you'd have to fake it, uh, roll your neck around, stretch very gently. Um, do this two, three times an hour all day long. They're teaching this in top business schools because the brain scan shows that it, it instantly resets the nervous system. It washes tension out. Wow. So that's two really good things that I like that. We're nearly out of time, Andrew. So let me quickly ask you the last question. What's the free resource that you would like to share with our audience? And I'll put this underneath here. Yeah, two things. Just go to my website, andrewwayfinder.com, and you can get a cosmic energy quantum healing meditation that works with the three energy centers from Qigong, the Chinese longevity practice, and also going into all the major systems of your body at the DNA level and below for a complete tune-up. And I'll also give you the link to the Medium article I wrote on resilience and the stun model if you want to go deeper into those topics. Fabulous. Fabulous. Andrew, you've been so interesting and so much fantastic information today. I'd like to thank you from the bottom of my heart and my audience, I'm sure, will do the same. Andrew Wayfinder, see you again. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Rob. Bye. Thanks for checking out the Art of Vibrancy podcast. If you like what we're doing here, please head over to iTunes, subscribe, rate us, and leave a review, and I'll love you forever. And if you'd like to try my energy-boosting, inflammation-busting, brain and body food breakfast, head over to www.breakfastofbrilliance.com and download the recipe today. See you soon. Bye.